Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, my name is Barry Landis. I um, have a uh, home in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been in the entertainment world for a very long time, some country music, and then uh, films, and then most recently, for about the last seven or eight years, digital advertising agency called Ribo Media Group. I am a uh, proud father of two sons. I've been married to my wife, Sarah, for now uh, coming up on 49 years, very soon. And this is going to be an account of um, a very strange situation that happened in my life about a year ago. Actually, I'm sitting here now on the eve of the date, I'm thinking back right now, this is early February of 2022, and I believe about this time last year, I had just been cleared to be on the national donors list to receive a new liver. I was very sick. If I did not have a liver, uh, within about, um, say, from uh, now, I probably had another 10 days or two weeks to live and didn't know it at the time. But this is going to be a little bit of an accounting of what that situation was in my life. And I've talked to it many times with my friends over this past year, uh, my family, and with my wife who fills in a lot for me. I'm going to get her to join me from time to time if I can. But let me just take you through a little bit of some of the opening questions. This is going to be probably about a five-part episode podcast. And the idea here is for me just to create a repository for me to keep, to have all these thoughts and memories as I get older, um, for my two sons, and... Um, hopefully for any generations that come after who may want to know this. And my very good friends who around the United States and around the world have asked me so many questions, have prayed for me, and I couldn't be more grateful for the support and the love and the prayers that I've gotten from all corners of the world. Seriously, I'm in great shape now, and I want to tell you a story. And it's the story of uh, what happened to me in at the end of 19 or 2020 and the beginning of 2021. So one of the uh, most frequent questions I get um, relates to whether or not I sort of saw this coming um, or how it all went so horribly wrong so very quickly. And uh, the best uh, thing that I could probably do in this first episode is just give you a little bit of a background of what was going on with me uh, when all of this started happening to me. Um, historically, I have had a thing called ulcerative colitis um, that is kind of taken care of with a drug called Lialda. And I uh, used to be uh, sort of suffered from that more than I have over the last five to 10 years. But um, yeah, they found some uh, medications, almost like a, uh, an aspirin sort of settles your intestines down. And it never really was a big issue for me, never uh, really 
bothered me that much. Uh, every year, uh, and it was annually on the Friday of Labor Day weekend, and I just did that uh, at some point in time because um, I wanted the long weekend to recover, I always had a colonoscopy. So on the Friday going into Labor Day weekend, I was always home, and on Fridays I was always at my uh, gastro doctor having um, a uh, colonoscopy, sometimes an endoscopy, which is the uh, scope that they'll put down your throat and look and make sure that uh, your esophagus and the linings of your stomach and everything are okay, and then the colonoscopy um, every year. Um, and that went on for many years. I would say somewhere between eight and ten years I would do that every year because once they found uh, that I had these kind of problems, my doctor said, hey, insurance will cover this, so why don't we just make sure we keep doing that? And so, again, every fall I would have a colonoscopy about... February of the calendar year, I would come in and I would have an ultrasound on my liver. And I would, um, wouldn't take long. Uh, you know, you lay down, sort of like uh, women know when you have a baby. Uh, you just lay there for a little while. They take some pictures and uh, that's over pretty quickly. And then in the summertime, usually uh, early summer, I would have either an MRI or a CT um, scan, and a lot of times it was what they call with contrast. So they would hook me up uh, with a needle and they would put um, a dye in my body that would show better imaging of the liver and the, what's going on with it, and if it was getting any worse and that kind of thing. So. Like I say, for about almost 10 years' time, I was being watched that regularly, and there was never very much of a change in anything. I was getting along fine. I do remember one time that my gastro doctor said to me, you know, if you ever have any sort of sudden weight gain, uh, let me know about it. And... Fortunately for me, I had gone through a period about seven or eight years ago where uh, my family doctor came to me and said that I had type 2 diabetes. And I was pretty heavy for me. I was running around close to 270 pounds, which for about a six-foot-tall individual is a lot of weight. But people generally never thought of me as that heavy. I was just, as they say, big boned. I've always said I had big meat on those big bones. So I really was heavier than I should have been. And that was leading me to diabetes. And uh, I went to my doctor, um, talked to him about the situation I had for uh, the diabetes and to take care of it. And he said, you could do this one of two ways. You can diet, you can control what you eat, you can take some metformin, 
in tablet form and exercise and get yourself in shape and uh, that will take care of it or you can take these injections and I really kind of like the idea of not taking injections so in a very short period of time I lost around 50 pounds could have been 60 at the time it kind of balanced out to about 50 that I kept off and I reversed the effect of uh, the diabetes it was type 2 and um, was able to uh, go ahead and get that under control very quickly. It was about 90 days I lost that much weight and got my A1C number down from a 12 to a normal range, which is somewhere under 6. So somewhere between, say, 5.5 and, and 6 is generally what doctors are looking for you to have your A1C. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically about a 90-day measurement of the amount of uh, sugar that's running around in your system. And so they take that reading when you go to the doctor, and they'll tell you that in your next blood work if you want to know. So, um, yeah, I took care of that and lost the weight. And by having that, by the time I started having the liver problems... It was good because I really knew what my weight was. And so I came out of the time period of 2020, uh, Labor Day weekend, doing my colonoscopy. And very quickly after my colonoscopy, I shot up. I gained about 20 pounds in a little bit less than two weeks. And that seemed really weird to me. Um, we thought possibly um, there was some dye that had been put uh, in an exam that could have contributed to me not getting rid of things like I should have but it really probably was the onset of this real traumatic time with the liver and so I went back and checked with my gastro doctor and told him what was going on and he said well we really do need to check this out. And so there was no way really to get rid of the weight that fast except by what they call a paracentesis. And a paracentesis is a lovely surgical procedure where you uh, lay down on a table and they put a long needle in your stomach and they drain out the extra fluid that's building up. What was happening was this thing called ascites, I talked about a minute ago, was showing up on my chest and everything, and then it was sort of gathering in the lining of my stomach. And they go in there and they actually drain it out. And I think that time, I had several through this process. At that time, I believe they took something like... Um, Oh, it's close to close to 15 pounds or something like that worth of fluid out of my body. And then it started back again, and it kept coming back that fall. And I, I was fighting it. I was trying to diet, do everything I could, watch my salt intake, my sugar intake. And I had the most bland diets ever, but uh, that wasn't doing anything. And that really led to 
what became sort of the critical weekend for me that really made everything go into a whole nother gear. So it felt like, without knowing it, things were really getting worse. We tried to be optimistic about it. I really didn't feel any worse. I do remember the fall of 2020 completing some coursework that I was doing at um, Belmont University. I was teaching for uh, the Curb College of uh, Music business and entertainment, and I was doing a couple of courses in the music department and a couple of courses in the film department. And I do remember when it came time to complete all the grades and turn them into the dean, uh, I could not figure out what was going on. I couldn't add up the grades. I had 80 students. I had four different courses. Each course calculated grades differently. Some had more of an emphasis on the final exam. Some had more emphasis on a project. Some had more emphasis on attendance and participation. And so it was fairly uh, involved to add it all up, which a normal human being can sit down there with a calculator or something and figure it out. But I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure it out. And I had to have Sarah help me and figure out what the grades were for these 80 kids. And I turned them in and I thought, that it was strange that I couldn't figure out the grades that easily. And um, I turned that in, and that was Thanksgiving week. And Thursday was fine. It was Thanksgiving. Friday was fine. I remember watching football. And on Saturday morning, uh, and this is where what I don't remember from this point on, my wife tells me that she thought she'd let me sleep that morning a little extra, and came in later because she was getting concerned that I wasn't getting up. And um, she said, uh, she could probably say it better than I, I wish she was here right now, that I was sitting on the edge of the bed and I was just kind of uh, rocking back and forth and kind of hitting my forehead and kind of mumbling to myself. And she was concerned, of course, and she came in and tried to get my attention and asked me to look at her and asked me if I knew who she was and I didn't. And it was the beginning of, you know, in her mind, oh, what, what do I do? What do I do? And so she called an ambulance uh, from the hospital that my doctors were at uh, over the last many years at St. Thomas Hospital. I had been seeing, for clarity, I'd been seeing a specialist in the liver area at Vanderbilt hospital, both of which uh, are in Nashville near each other. And uh, she called the ambulance for St. Thomas. I went in there. My sort of clinical doctors looked at what was going on, made some adjustments in my meds, and I was in there three or four days. And then I, everything was kind of moderated and got under control. And I got out about, I think it was Wednesday after the Saturday episode and came home and again was fine. And again, on the next Saturday morning, I wound up having another episode exactly like that. And I, at least this time, I think I was talking a little more coherently to her, but I don't remember a thing about it. I don't remember one thing about that day. 
And she tells me the story that she went all day long trying to get me to go to the hospital with her. And I didn't want to go because the last time when I woke up from the hospital, I remember they had my arms tied to the sides of the, uh, you know, the bed there. And uh, that doesn't feel good to somebody that doesn't know why they're being tied up. And so I apparently did not want to go back to the hospital. And she said to me, well, uh, after a while, this was uh, most of the day long, by evening time, she said, I've been in the house all day. She said, I've just got to get out for a little bit. I want to go take a ride. Would you go with me? And I thought, well, okay, I'll go ride with you. And so I got in the car and buckled in, and she got in the car and drove. And the next thing you know, I fell asleep, and we woke up at the hospital. And this time they had me taken over to Vanderbilt where my specialist was in liver. And they checked me in again, this time to Vanderbilt. Once again, I was in the hospital another four days or so. Um, and the problem here was that the toxins in my body uh, were, of course, giving me encephalopathy, sort of a poisoning of the mind and the brain. And uh, if, it's, if it goes on for a long period of time, it's somewhat um, irreversible as far as I understand it. If it's at the level that I had it, it only affects you in ways more on the temporary scale. Uh, but I, you know, certainly blacked out. I didn't know where I was. I couldn't put a sentence together. Um, it was truly poisoning my brain and other parts of my body. And it was what we were told was high levels of nitrogen in the bloodstream. And um, I don't know. And potassium, uh, potassium and nitrogen. So some of those kind of uh, elements that are in your body, when they reach certain levels, they really do. Um, they can kill you, literally. And, uh, and that's what I was dealing with. And so we thought we were doing well. We were sort of managing it well with uh, diet and medication. They were giving me different medications. Every time I had some kind of an episode, they'd throw all of that out and try this. And they'd try to balance that and more of this, less of that. Just so they were trying to find the equation that would sort of keep me going. And what was happening was I was just entering liver failure and almost nothing that they were trying uh, really would have, would have done very much on, uh, I was going to say a long-term basis, but certainly not even for the short term did it, did it do that much. Uh, we went through Christmas time. Uh, I got out again, as I said, after four days, uh, went through December, went through Christmas time. I remember New Year's, and after the first of the year, I, uh, I'm a big football fan, so I remember the national championship in football, and that was around the 10th or something like that, 11th of January. 
And uh, it was probably another week I had lab work. I was always going into the hospital into Vanderbilt to get blood work done. And um, I got it on one particular day. I think it was around the 18th. I'm not exactly sure right now. But I do know that that night, Sarah and I were here. We had finished supper. We were sitting down around the television, kind of chilling. It was about 8.30, quarter till nine. And my phone rang, my cell phone, and it said, you know, Vanderbilt Hospital. And I thought, ooh, what's, what's this all about? And it was one of the doctors on my liver team who said, uh, Mr. Landis, uh, this is Dr. So-and-so, don't remember who it was at the time, but he said, look, you did some lab work today and we're really getting concerned about these uh, nitrogen levels again. And we feel like you need to get back to the hospital before you have another one of those episodes. And I thought, wow, poof, they're seeing something coming. I feel great, feel fine. But I said, okay, I will, uh, I'll be there bright and early in the morning. And he said, no, I mean, right now, I want you to go pack a bag. I want you to get in the car and I want you to come straight to Vanderbilt emergency. And I'm going to have a slot set up for you. And I'm working on a bed for you right now. And we're admitting you right now. And that's exactly what happened. We drove to Vanderbilt. We went into the hospital. I walked in and laid down. They hooked me up. And that ended this chapter. <laughs>